0: Hello and welcome to Maggie's Running Podcast. I'm Maggie Cooper. I don't know if you are old enough to remember the 1988 Olympic Games. Um, I certainly am, unfortunately. Um, But uh, the 100 metres, wow, that was some race. And um, it's particularly remembered because of Ben Johnson's disqualification. Now, um, I mean, I've lived through many uh, drug controversies in athletics, but this is probably the the biggest um, and the most well-remembered. The build-up to that race was fascinating. It was really clash of uh, the two fastest men in the world, uh, Carl Lewis, the American, clean-cut, perfect athlete, and uh, Ben Johnson, who... I think even then was considered a little bit of a, a rogue, but, um, you know, he, he was he was quite, relatively speaking, shorter, very mu- muscular, um, very, very, very fast as well, of course. Um, others in the race were obviously Britain's Lifford Christie, who you might remember. Um, uh, the, there were two other Americans, Calvin Smith and Dennis Mitchell, uh, Canadian Desai Williams and Brazilian Robson de Silva. And then uh, making up the 8th uh, member of that race uh, was the Jamaican Ray Stewart. Now, my my family really liked middle distance ath- athletics. Um, we were um, really fascinated by the the eight hundred and the fifteen hundred, particularly. Um, but this one hundred meters was an absolute must watch. There was no doubt about it. The race itself certainly didn't disappoint. Uh, our eyes were half on Linda Christie, of course, being a British athlete. But to be honest, you couldn't take your eyes off Ben Ben Johnson. He got a great start. And even by like halfway, he was was clearly in the lead. It was like him in one race and everybody else in another race. The others were pretty evenly matched. Um, um, Lewis was slightly ahead of uh, Christie. The others just all sort of in a, a line across the track. Now, the world record at that time was... Um, had been set in Rome in the year before by Ben Johnson at 9.83 seconds. That was actually a full one-tenth of a second faster than Carl Lewis's personal best. And I guess even though the race was pitted as this kind of great race between these two uh, really fast 100 metres athletes, really on paper, Johnson was miles ahead. I mean, a tenth of a second in 100 metres is quite quite good. But you, know, you see in that race he gets this great start. Uh, he's well ahead and even in the, in the second half of the race he's still actually pulling clear. Um, and he, and as he crosses the line he you know, puts his he- arm in the air, raises his arm in, in triumph and then um, the others cross the line seemingly miles behind. It's like he's in a different race. It's like he's in a race on his own. Um, and... Uh, the time, the time comes up nine point seven nine. I mean, to put that into some sort of perspective, for Britain, the the fastest athlete we ever had was Linford Christie. He ran nine point eight seven, and there's only ten British men who've ever gone under ten seconds. So nine point seven nine, it is colossally fast. It's amazing. So this is where um, it gets interesting, though, because after the race, Lewis was interviewed, Carlos is interviewed, and you can see he, he just looks disappointed or he almost looks confused and he says you know in the interview after the race, he says, "I don't feel it was the best race I ran here. I think I could have run better and then the the interviewer asked him something like um you know he maybe something he'd said before the race that you no know, if he if he lost, then he would lose magnificently and had he lost magnificently and he says he says almost the opposite to what he said um before he says." I ran the best race that I could, and I'm pleased with my race. He, he clearly does, doesn't know what to think. He He's completely conflicted. He thinks he ran well, but the results suggest that he didn't run well because he was second and he thought he would win. And I think for us, sometimes that we, we're so busy comparing ourselves with what other people did that we don't look at ourselves and what our, our performance was like. How did I run? Did I run well? Did I run the best I could in those conditions on on that given day? Rather than what we actually do is compare ourselves with how everybody else did, you know um, should I have beaten such and such an athlete what, they, they were ahead of me well i was I was ahead of them last time, I should have beaten them I obviously didn 't run well, and i 'm particularly guilty of um doing that i 've run races you know where I think I sh- should have been able to beat such and such a person and um, and they've they 've uh, beaten me and it 's kind of crazy because it can take the joy out of your race. you know you ran well. And you should be pleased with how you ran. Um, maybe they didn't have three kids to look after in a full-time job. Maybe they'd, um, you know, had some perfect training, injury-free. They hadn't been sick, whatever it is. Maybe they even cheated. You just don't know. Although I rather suspect that's unlikely in the kind of races that I run in. But so we should really look at our own performance. How did the race feel? Um, could I have pushed harder? Did I kind of give up at some point? Did I really execute the run as the best as I, I could? Did I run well in the circumstances, you know, that I have had a difficult week, I've um, been, I'm tired, I'm stressed, whatever. Um, could you have done something differently? You know, what were, the, what were the good points about it? Which bits did I run well? Um, maybe actually there was something, maybe I didn't run well, maybe i wasn't really not fit enough. Maybe I you know, could have done something better Um, maybe my, you know, my, my speed or my endurance or my mental strength or even my health is there's something wrong with those. And, you know, maybe those have impacted on how I, how I ran, um, or perhaps it's just that others ran better than you on the day. You know, maybe they had good races. You had a good race, but they had an even better race. Maybe they're better than you. <laughs> you know, it's not all about, um, you know, uh, how they did, how you did. You, 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 need to, you need to delight in what you've done and how well you've run. Maybe you actually ran the perfect race. And actually, so it was for Carl Lewis. He ran 9.92 so he says, you know, um, I, 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 didn't, I didn't run as uh, well as I, I could have done. I, I, could have run, I could have run better. But he ran the best he'd ever run in his entire life. It wasn't just a personal best. It was a world record. But he's clearly disappointed when he's interviewed. Um, it's crazy. You know, he's run 9.92 seconds and it was amazing. But he's flat and joyless and professional. Now the nine point nine two um, being the Olympic record, uh, this sort of the world record was, um, and I had said earlier that um, Johnson's rec- world record was eight point eight three, but that was um, dismissed because of he was clearly taking drugs at that time. So at that time, nine point nine two was the the world record. So this is what we're like. You see, we, we forget that we ran brilliantly, and we, we focus on the fact that somebody else ran better than us that day. I mean, I remember being really upset one year. I finished 15th in the English schools cross-country. And um, maybe I could have run better. Maybe I could have had better training going into it. I, you know, in those days, I, I, I didn't actually train that much. Um, I was, you know, I was still at, well, I was still at school, because was English schools, but um, I was playing other things like hockey and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I didn't necessarily concentrate um As much on the running as um, schoolwork and other sports and stuff like that. But I ran well, 15th in the English schools, really, it's something to be very, very proud of. But at the end, I remember being in tears. It wasn't really necessarily the fact that I'd come 15th. I mean, 15th is, is still pretty good. But it was because my teammate finished eighth and she was ahead of me, and I thought I should have beaten her. That's why I was upset. Uh, And I didn't really reflect on how well I'd done. I'd forgotten that I'd come 15th um, until I was looking through some results the other day that my mum gave me when she was clearing out her house. In my interview with Mara Yamuchi, we touched on the fact that she was disappointed with only coming 6th in the um, 2008 Olympic Games Marathon. Um, And her disappointment was really added to the fact that she realized afterwards that she was only 22 seconds off the bronze medal. Could she have pushed a little bit harder? Maybe she could have just picked up that 22 seconds if she'd tried a little better or been a little fitter. Um, But sixth in the Olympic Games, it's incredible. And um, she should have taken joy in that. um, But she really didn't savor that moment as well as she should have done. So we need to learn to focus on our successes, take joy in them. Maybe we didn't run our best race. Maybe there were things that we could have done better, but we, can learn. we need to learn to be a little bit kinder on ourselves. We need to, yes, learn from our mistakes, think about how we could improve. We want to be the best we can be, of course, but um, we should delight in the things that we did well. So if you get, go back to the Ben Johnson story, because I, I love, I love, I love a good drug story. I'm a pharmacist after all. So, um, yeah, why did he run so fast? Well. Um after the after the race, obviously, um, then came all the news of the failed drugs test, and that was even perhaps even more <laughs> interesting uh, in some ways. Um, that what it was it was sensational at the time. I mean, I don't remember anything like that, hap- that happening before. Um, it, it was so big. It was really big, and um, he came back with an um, anabolic um, steroid in his urine sample um, called uh, stanozolol. And the thing was. Um, it's reported that afterwards, you no, know, and when Johnson sort of actually ends up admitting that, you know, he had taken drugs all this time, he thought he was taking another drug, drug called furazzo, furazzo, Furazabol <laughs> Is that how you say it? <laughs> yes, furazobol. And um, that drug couldn't be detected by the standard method, which is um, gas chromatography mass spectro- spectrometry. God, I'm troubling with my words today. Um, GCMS for those who are scientists, um, and it couldn't be detected. So he re- genuinely thought, there's no way that they're going to catch me. And so when he got a positive drug test, he was probably just as confused as everybody else or just as surprised as everybody else. So his kind of um, claim of innocence was almost genuine because he just didn't think he was um, was taking uh, stenozolol. But in fact, his um, it seems that his doctor was giving him that that, particular anabolic steroid and um and not the other one so he um yeah he didn't know necessarily that he was taking that um so yeah so his prize was probably was probably genuine that doesn't make him any less of a drug cheat but i just thought it was interesting that you know that his his um his reaction was probably um you know that of disbelief as much as it was for the rest of the of the world at the time the other interesting thing about the athletes in that race um was that only two of them and that's Calvin Smith and uh, the Brazilian um Robson De Silva uh, were n- were never tainted by um drug allegations all six those other six athletes in that race all had some brush with or were tainted with drug allegations of one kind or another so those two guys Calvin Smith and Robson De Silva they both had ran pretty well but I bet you that they don't think we ran great that day. Actually, um, Calvin Smith did get the bronze medal um, after Johnson's disqualification, but all the same, I suspect there may have been some slight disappointment. I think he'd won the World Championships um, the year before. Um, so he, he, was, he was actually very, very good athlete. Um, but, yeah, I can imagine them being just that slightly disappointed. Um, but can you imagine if they had actually got the gold and silver that they deserved... Um, then their perspective will be quite different on that race. So it's it's not always what it really is, but how we perceive it. And so I think sometimes we just need to get the focus correct, get the perspective correct. And, um, yeah, particularly, uh, well, certainly at my level, really n- n- enjoy enjoy the race, enjoy the fact that you've run and you've run well and you've done the best you could on that day under those circumstances.